Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast, I Love You, Now Go to Sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin. All right, the story is called The Great Crab Attack. It was calm under the ocean. The octopod had been silent for weeks. There had been no missions. There had been no animals in trouble. The octonauts had tried to stay busy. The vegemals were trying new recipes. Tweak was building new machines. Stashy was trying new photoprocessing techniques. Peso was practicing his doctor skills, and Captain Barnacle, well, he was scouring charts of the ocean for the next mission. They were getting kind of bored. Maybe it was time to move the octopod. Quasi, on the other hand, was deep in study. He was in his room with maps, old maps, and lots of maps. He was a map collector because he was a pirate, obviously, but also an octonaut, so he was an explorer. He had been cross-referencing, studying, and measuring out various parts of the ocean with these old maps. Blimey, he said. I think I might have found an island with a hidden treasure on it. He looked closer and said, Yeah, it's a sandy beach island. Not very big, not many trees, some rocks. Very sparse. I don't think any animals live on it at all. But I think there's a treasure here, according to this map. He got really excited. He went up to the captain. The captain was at headquarters, studying his torch. Captain, I think I'll have a mission for us. What is it, Quasi? According to these maps, I think there's an ancient treasure on a little island, not too far from here. We should go check it out. Captain Barnacle said, hmm, I think that's a great idea. You know what? We should invite our friends, True, Barnaby, and Astro. Quasi said, that's a great idea. Might come in handy with those friends. Captain Barnacle got on his intercom that he kept, his special intercom, and he called Astro. Astro said, hello, Captain Barnacle. Captain Barnacle said, hello, Astro. We're about to embark on a treasure hunting adventure. Would you like to join us? Absolutely, said Astro. I'll be there shortly. He called True and Barnaby. True, Barnaby, we're about to go treasure hunting. Are you, are you interested at all? They both said, absolutely. Barnaby said, yeah, I'm going to bring my patch. I'm going to be a pirate just like Quasi. We'll be there soon. Excellent. Quasi said, great. I'll rally the crew. Quasi went over and sounded the octo alert. All the octonauts were actually fairly relieved to hear the alert. It had been so long since they had gone on any adventures that they were all getting bored. They left what they were doing and went up to HQ. Excitedly, they said, What's going on? What's the mission? Captain Barnacle said, Quasi, tell them what's going on. Quasi said, I've been looking over maps in my quarters. Maps I've been studying for years. And finally... I think I've been able to figure out where a secret island is. And on this secret island is buried treasure. Gold blooms of all kinds in a big chest, right in the center of the island. Wow, said Peso. That sounds amazing. Are we going to try and find it? Tweak said, yeah, that sounds great. We should get going right away. Captain Barnacle said, we are indeed. It is our new mission to go find this treasure. But first we have to wait for our friends to show up. Astro, True, and Barnaby will be joining us. All the octonauts said, yay, because they were all friends with these three. 
Captain Barnacle said, let's raise the octopod to the surface. The octopod drew in its large mechanical tentacles, pulled up the elevator, and went to the surface of the water, where it bobbed up and down. The crew waited out on the surface of the octopod, outside, for the yellow portal to arrive that would bring their friends. Shortly, it did. Yellow sparks began to twirl in midair. Finally, a yellow hole seemed to open into nowhere, right into the sky. Down it, they could see a long tunnel, and at the end of that tunnel, they saw three people. A horse, rather large, with pink hair, a pink mane, pink tail, and a horn. It was Astro the Unicorn. There was also True and her cat Barnaby, from the land of the Rainbow Kingdom. They came quickly down the tunnel, until finally they reached the end. Popping out on the other side, they landed right on top of the octopod, next to their friends. Captain Monocle said, Welcome, friends. Astro said, It's good to be here. I'm so excited. Let's go find this treasure. It's going to be so much fun. Quasi was looking at Barnaby, who was wearing a paper captain's hat like a pirate and a patch over one eye. Blimey, you look just like a pirate, mate. Welcome to the treasure hunt. Barnaby said, Oh, I'm so excited to be here and I get to be with another cat who's a pirate. Oh, it's going to be great. Captain Barnacle said, All right, to the guppies. Everyone got in a guppy, and they all traveled in the direction that Quasi had pointed out on the map. Of course, True and uh, Barnaby and Astro took one of Astro's magic clouds. It wasn't long. The waves were a bit rough, but shortly they came across a small island. It was mostly sand, not very big, but it did rise to the center on a small, rocky platform. Quasi said, That's it! That's the island. They all came to the shores, excited. Quasi said, All right, according to this map, this treasure is right in the center of the island. Quasi said, I'm so excited. Astro said, It's kind of strange, right? I mean, this is a little island. It's not really hidden, though there's no reason for anyone to come here. And why would someone hide a treasure in the dead center of this island? Quasi said, I'm not sure. Maybe when we find the treasure, it'll have an answer as to why that's the case. Astro said, all right, let's go. They hiked up the sandy beach, leaving lots and lots of footprints behind them. There wasn't much in the way of trees. They began to climb the little rocky knoll until they got to the top. When they got to the top, they found something that was unexpected. There was something there, a little structure. It was a little tiny tower with a bell. The bell had an inscription on it. The bell said, Please ring to get treasure. Quasi said, well, That's kind of strange. Usually X marks the spot. You don't have a belly ring. What shall we do? Captain Barnacle said, Hmm, I'm not sure. This is quite strange indeed. But Barnaby just said, Ring it, ring it, ring it, ring it, ring it, ring it, ring it. I want the treasure. Quasi said, All right. Can't see the harm in that. He took the string from beneath the bell and gave it a shake. The weight inside the bell hit the side with a large ding, 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 ding that echoed all the way out to the ocean. Ding, 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 ding. It was almost as if they could see the sound waves traveling. Nothing happened. Nothing moved. There was no rumbling. There was no secret door. There was no treasure. Quasi said, Blimey, this is strange. I could have sworn we did the right thing. All of a sudden, out of the water, a huge red claw went <laughs> and opened and snapped shut. 
Then another. Red claws came from out of the water towards the beach and surrounded the entire island. These crab claws were followed by huge crab bodies as crabs in the fifties, no, hundreds, started crawling out. Captain Barnacle looked and said, We're surrounded! Quasi realized, It's a trap! This is a pirate trap! Great galloping crabs! These crabs are going to eat us if we don't get out of here! Astra said, I can't take you all on my cloud. We need to figure out another way to get out of here. Captain Barnacle said, You can take a few and save as many as you can. But uh, Astra said, I'm staying here with you guys. We're going to fight these crabs together or not at all. Captain Barnacle said, All right, what should we do? What's the plan? True thought about it long and hard. She said, Hmm, we need to slow them down. We can't let them get to us or they'll eat us. What should we do? What should we do? What should we do? If only we had walls to hold them back. Barnaby went walls. Walls. <gasps> I have an idea. You have wishes in your backpack that can help us. True thought about it. She did. She had three wishes in her backpack. And one of those wishes was a ginormous shovel wish. She called the wish out. It was a little yellow sphere at first with a smiley face. True said, Little Wish, we need you to turn into a big shovel and build us a massive wall of sand around this entire island. Can you do that? The shovel went and began to dig, and it dug very fast and very deep, throwing up huge walls of sand all the way around the island. The crabs came to the walls. They were too high to climb, but the crabs were not deterred. They began to dig and dig. They're not going to last too long, those walls. We've got to find a way to get those crabs to go back into the ocean, or we've got to find a way to get past them and get back to our guppy. The crabs began to dig and dig, and were starting to make progress on the wall. The octonauts had to think. They had to think fast. What would they do? What do crabs not like? Is there anything that eats crabs? Lily, is there anything that eats crabs? Anything that eats crabs, Lily? Sharks eat every animal. Sharks do eat every animal, don't they? Even in the ocean. Do any of the octonauts know some sharks? Oh yeah, they have no lots of sharks. They have their lots of ducks. In the ocean. Because I've seen lots of sharks in the ocean shows. Okay. So the octonauts probably have some shark friends, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see if the shark friends can help. Captain Barnacle said, You know, sharks eat crabs. If we can call some of our shark friends, maybe they can come eat some of these crabs and keep them from eating us. There's only one problem. I can't get a good signal from here. I need to get higher. Astro said, I can take you up on my cloud but we still have to do something that keeps these crabs from getting too close. Astra said, I know how to slow them down. All the trenches that were built by the shovel had filled with water. Crabs hate boiling water. I'm going to make all the water around the trenches boil. It'll hold the crabs off for a minute or two. Astro used her magic horn and shot rainbows all the way around the island. The rainbows heated the water in the trenches left by the shovel to boiling hot. As the crabs crashed through the big sand walls. They had to stop and hold their claws up to their face as the burning steam was too hot. Captain Barnacle got in Astro's cloud and went up, 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 looking for a signal. The other aquanauts started thinking, All right, what's next? What else can we do to slow them down? They thought, Well, wait a minute. We're up on a rocky mountain. Let's roll down big boulders. That'll slow them down. 
All the aquanauts made a circle on the outer cropping of the cliffs, and they began to roll huge rocks down this little hill. The huge rocks would smash into the crabs, cracking some of their shells, but it would just make the crabs angry. The crabs snapped. And then something happened that they didn't expect. The aquanauts noticed that out of the cracked shells of the big crabs came tons of little crabs. These little crabs were small, but not that small. They were still big enough that they could pull an aquanaut away all by themselves. Keep rolling down the big rocks. We'll hold off the little ones, said Tweak and Dashy. Dashy used her camera flash, and the flashes went blinding the crabs. But just as she was blinding one crab, it reached out with her claw, got her leg, and cut it. And she went, ah! She went with her flashes. The flashes made the crab go away. Meanwhile, Tweak was using her tools as weapons and fighting off the little crabs. The big crabs were trying to protect themselves from the rocks that were being rolled down the hill. Meanwhile, Captain Barnacle, upon his cloud with Astro, was able to get a signal. He said, I got it. I have a message sent through our friends. We just have to wait out this crab attack until they get here. Astro took him back down. Astro used her magic rainbows to boil more water that slowed down the crabs. But the crabs were getting closer and closer. And something else was happening. The island they were on was sinking. These huge, heavy crabs were somehow pulling the island underwater, making the escape of the aquanauts even harder. The island began to sink. The large crabs began to get close. They were past the sand now, close to the rocky base of this small knoll. I hope they get here soon, said Quasi. We're running out of time. One huge claw came up to the top of the knoll. And slammed down, almost getting an aquanaut. Astro used her magic horn and zapped it and went and backed away. Just as that happened, another huge crab climbed up to the top of the knoll. The crab was bigger than all the octonauts, and he raised his huge claws and went snap, snap, snap. He opened his claws super wide and waved them up high in the air, getting ready to swoop down and get all the octonauts and shove them into his mouth. This is the end, said Quasi. I'm so sorry I brought you all here, Captain Barnacle says. You have nothing to apologize for. Stand your ground! Stand your ground! The claws began to come down onto the aquanauts and the friends, when all of a sudden, jumping out of mid-air, came a huge, great white shark. The shark had a gaping mouth with rows and rows of sharp teeth, and it grabbed the crab, smashing it in its jaws, and jumped back into the ocean on the other side. It's our shark friend, said Quasi. All around these crabs were swimming, Hungry, hungry sharks, gnawing, biting. The crabs had to stop focusing on the aquanauts and defend themselves. <laughs> That's right. The crabs were going, snap, 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 at the sharks. But the sharks were too strong. The sharks were taking bites out of crabs, big and little. The crabs tried to escape, but the sharks gobbled them all up, swimming in circles. Every crab... Yep, that's what it means to eat crabs. It gobbled them all up. Every single one, until every crab was gone. The island was still mostly underwater, so the sharks were able to swim right up to the rocky knoll where the aquanauts are. The lead shark stuck his nose out and said, Hello, Captain Barnacle. Good to see you again. Captain Barnacle said, Sharky, it's great to see you, sir. I'm so glad you got my message. Thank you for coming to save the day. Sharky said, No, thank you. That was a delicious meal.
We love crabs and we're so grateful we could help our friends. Two little sharks brought the guppy right up to the rocks. There you go. Here's your ride. I hope every friend is well. Thank you so much, said Captain Barnacle. All the friends and Uncle Knot said, yes, thank you. Thank you for saving us. Quasi was feeling sad. He was hoping to find treasure, and instead he accidentally led his friends into a trap. He was sad, and he went home and he rolled up all his maps, and he started throwing them away when Captain Barnacle came in. Captain Barnacle said, Quasi, what are you doing? Quasi said, I'm throwing away all these maps. I can't hunt for treasure. I put all my friends in danger. I can't do that again, Captain. Captain said, Quasi, we are aquanauts. We are explorers and we are helpers of others. Sometimes danger is too great, but we never face it without bravery. Don't put away your maps. You are a pirate and an aquanaut explorer, and we wouldn't have you any other way. Quasi thought about it and then said, Thank you, Captain. He took all his maps out of the trash and put them back on his shelf. He would study them again, and he would search for more treasure with his friends. The end. Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast. I love you, now go to sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly, so yeah, they can be structurally kind of rough. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. To be fair, Astro's not always in the stories. Many of these adventures feature just my kids' favorite cartoon characters from whatever cartoon they are watching at the moment, but Astro was the genesis for these bedtime stories and this podcast. I record these stories on my phone in my kids' room, and it's common to have my daughters interject during the story to make sure the plot is going in their approved direction. Sometimes the stories are long and sometimes short. Sometimes I get really into the stories, and sometimes it's just been a long day. Sometimes these stories get rowdy, and sometimes these stories can even be a bit scary. Though I do my best to keep things on the up and up with my five-year-old and her younger sisters. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them, usually. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin.